You're listening to the podcast of Father Billy Daniel. I am an Episcopal priest serving in Church of the Ascension in Knoxville, Tennessee. This podcast features sermons, reflections, and occasional conversations to help you deepen your spiritual life. To learn more about me or to get connected, please visit fatherbillydaniel.com and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. This reflection was offered at the Celtic service in Church of the Ascension on Sunday, February the 19th, 2023. At the heart of the marriage between heaven and earth is a dance. When the sacred masculine and feminine move as one within us and make love, we are well. We celebrate this night the feast of one who stands at this threshold between heaven and earth, St. Bridget of Kildare. In the Celtic imagination, Bridget fosters what is born of the marriage of heaven and earth within us and within all things. She is one who gives attention to and calls forth an awareness of the mingling of the divine and human within us all. For Bridget, this union of heaven and earth within, this mingling of natures within the heart of humanity, is the oneness of the divine as imminent and feminine and as masculine and transcendent. In Western Christianity, we have a tendency to divorce the imminent and transcendent, the feminine and masculine, which has enabled us to keep God at a safe distance. This distance, however, has taught us to neglect the fullness of the human experience, so to transcend what we perceive to be the natural order of things in favor of a life of perfection that arrives sometime after we die. If you're like any, anything like me, you too have fallen prey to this mistaken binary reality. We deny ourselves the full experience of the human condition, finding ourselves reduced to a life where our sensibilities are governed by fear. This has a crippling effect on our souls and keeps us from harnessing the aliveness we experience when we are hungry, when we are sorrowful, when we are joyful, even when we're irritable. We experience pain, for instance, as something to be removed or avoided. It is not for us an opening to a deeper awareness of life, nor is it an invitation to live deeply with the question of the meaning of our lives. My daughter, who is a college freshman, has been sending me essays to read, edit, and make comments on. She's finally taking advantage of her father's critical reading skills, which she had less time for in high school. It's lovely to feel needed by your children. The blessing I have received in this season of life 
is seeing how her deep convictions about how things ought to be are getting worked out as she wrestles with philosophers and scientists who have opposing convictions. Her essays are filled with words like must or should and phrases like what Watson does not understand is and so much more. In all of this, she's wrestling with the meaning of life and learning to read and listen to those who see life differently. It's part of the process of her own coming to terms with why her life matters. My prayer for Ada is that she never stops wrestling with the meaning of life, which often happens when a person leaves college and enters the harsh realities of the world where earning a living, paying rent, and much more have a tendency to disorient our sensibilities, turning us all into pragmatists. And if there has ever been a time when we need saints like Bridget to remind us that we are not pragmatists, but that we stand at the threshold of heaven and earth, it is now. We find the disciples standing at the threshold of heaven and earth when Jesus is transfigured before them. And what keeps them from lingering in their own transfiguration, what keeps them from lingering with who Jesus is as threshold is fear, which turns them into pragmatists, pragmatists who want to build something to mark the occasion, not letting the moment of their encounter transform and transfigure their souls. They tried to normalize the experience with what they already knew. What Jesus was inviting them to, however, was to become new, inviting them to experience the union of heaven and earth within. Bridget is one who resisted at every turn what was taken to be normative. Like Jesus, she challenged long-held beliefs and practices, and doing so, like Jesus, in ways that always elevated those for whom a society ordered around a masculine, transcendent God overlooked. One of the many stories and legends that surround this great saint has to do with her generosity. As a young girl, Bridget is said to have given away her family's milk, butter, and cheese to passers-by. Her father became so annoyed by this that he tried to sell her into slavery to the king. While her father was negotiating a deal with the king, Bridget is said to have given, her, given away her father's bejeweled sword to a nearby beggar so he could buy food for his family. She does things without asking permission, said her father. Yet as the king watched in amusement, he was struck by her faith and ended up granting Bridget her freedom. Bridget, as John Philip Newell reminds, reminds us how to stand by what we know to be true 
positioning ourselves with courage at the doorway of compassion. Bridget lived her life as a kind of wager, holding heaven and earth together with her generous spirit. It is even said that Bridget would often share beer with the poor at celebrations. And as legend has it, if there was no beer to be found, she would one-up Jesus and turn water into beer. It's surprising that Bridget is not the patron saint of college fraternities. Bridget is even said to have been present at the birth of Christ, serving Mary as midwife. While this may stretch the imagination a bit, the Celts had no trouble believing this to be true, recognizing that time is layered with the eternal. It is no wonder then that Bridget would be ordained Bishop of Kildare, and we know that because of her, women were already celebrating the Eucharist before the 6th century. Fear, however, crippled the early medieval church. The desire to keep God on the other side of the transcendental line required a new distancing from the feminine which has left its stain on the world ever since, keeping us from receiving our lives transfigured and from midwifing the transfiguration in each other. We are only just beginning to remember that heaven and earth are joined at the hip, and we would do well to follow Bridget's lead in disregarding religious and cultural norms that prevent us from becoming fully human, that prevent us from wholeness with the earth, with God, and with each other. We do stand at the threshold of heaven and earth. Jesus is more near to us than we are to ourselves. And we would do well to attend to that eternal flame that burns within all things, not just in us humans. As we do, we will be transfigured. We will perceive ourselves and the world anew. We will resist the pragmatic and inhabit the spirit of generosity that inhabited Bridget we will find ourselves midwifing Jesus in those around us, caught in the time current of the future. Who knows? We may just find ourselves turning water into beer, so long as it is for those who have none. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Remember to subscribe, and if you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in Church of the Ascension, visit knoxvilleascension.org.